The Sportsy Show. Welcome to The Sportsy Show. I am your host, Chuck Banner, a.k.a. the Commissioner of the League of Enthusiasm and the Dynasty League. And we are going to run down um, week four of both of those leagues and we're going to start off with the league of enthusiasm first off my predictions from week four i did a shit week of predictions one in four much like uh my team is almost that i am one in three after a loss to fucking dan's team Come get some, and we're going to start off right with that off the top of the show. So the anti-dentites versus come get some, and I shit the bed. 108 to 107 off of the poor, poor performance of Brandon Cooks and his big motherfucking fat zero. And that's pretty much why I lost this week. If I would have started pretty much anybody else, I would have won the game. Um, outside of Mike Kosicki, who only scored one point, I could have started Scotty Miller and destroyed, you know, but that's just it. I also prematurely put in, uh, Joey Slay to, to hurt myself there. Harrison Bucker would have scored one extra point to tie it, but I still would have lost because of benches. But either way, that's that. Dan, welcome to the winning zone. You get your first one of the season and, uh, we are both one and three. At the bottom of this fucking league. But as your reigning defending champions, I've got some excuses. Uh, No Mike Thomas. No fucking Saquon Barkley. And I did not start Debo Samuel, who would have only got me four points, so it doesn't really matter. But that's uh, a lot more than the zero that Brandon Cooks got me. So would have won even if I started Debo. Fuck. And then that brings us to game two, the Weapon X Project versus Nick's Yetis. And the Weapon X Project got dominated 97 to 124 as Nick cruises to 3-1 and one off of the performance of the week by Tom Brady and his 37 points. Um, that's pretty much what did it. I mean, Amari Cooper scoring 21 doesn't hurt, but then again... Weapon X Project also started Devontae Adams with a big fat zero. So DJ Shark, 21 points on his bench. I hate to see that. But that's that. We will move on to the next game. The only undefeated team left, the team that was in the championship game last year and got dominated by the anti-dentites, my team, the Chicago Twisted Maniacs, Brad, cruises the 4-0 and o over Jordan's The Mac Flop Servant, 128-117. to 117. Uh, Melvin Gordon put up some huge points for Brad, along with Kittle and Kareem Hunt and Tyreek Tyre Hill going all double digits. Even with the big fat fucking zero we got from Calvin Ridley, he was able to pretty much uh, dominate this game with an 11-point victory. And that's even with leaving Jamison Crowder's ten points, Brandon Ayuk's ten points, and Jarvis Jarvis Landry's ten Jarvis Landry's ten points on his bench. Then your cousins love Brown Chubb versus Rob Zombies. Trey picks up the big win, one hundred and twenty nine to ninety one, 
And that also brings us to our low score of the week. Rob sucking it up with 91 points. Welcome to the shit bottom of the barrel club. One and three, baby. And the last undefeated team versus the last placed guru. 0-3 versus 3-0. The guru picks up the upset victory in the game of the week when he defeated the 3-0 Tom's Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks 153-150. to And that is also our high score of the week for fucking Mr. Kennedy, the guru. 153 points but that is not the high score of the season so far which still belongs to a week three high score of jordan 174 points and the season low is still week two jake 82 points all right so that brings us to there uh i would also say tom you are also the unlucky team of the week because you have would have easily beaten everybody else at 150 points scored the only team that could have beaten you you faced this week so sucks to suck but you know what's up um finally we're gonna check in on a uh curse of the championship i'm currently at one and three so you could say that the championship curse is strong this year but we could also go ahead and say that saquon barkley my keeper is on ir i've had no michael thomas since week one and it's just been a rough fucking go of it for my team ever since I think we will bounce back strong once we get Debo Samuel and Michael Thomas to full strength. That's going to help out a lot. I just need my running back core to be able to stay strong until I make the playoffs and uh, once again dominate and retain. But that brings us to the MVP race portion of the League of Enthusiasm recap for week four. And we have a tie now at first place for four points. Calvin Ridley and Aaron Jones. In second place, Alvin Kamara stays where he's at with three points. And then we have a drastically huge 15-player tie for for third place with two points apiece. And right now, none of those players are in the running. But for quarterback of the year, we only have it down to four players in our top three. That's Dak Prescott leading the way with eight points. Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers at a tie with seven points apiece. And Drew Brees in third place with six points. And then that brings us down to the predictions for week five. In a battle of uh, of bottom-of-the-barrel teams in the League of Enthusiasm season 2020, the Anti-Dentites versus Rob Zombies. I'm going to go ahead and say I'm going to pick up the victory. Uh, Other than that, I mean... Fuck. I hope Joe Burrow kills it this week. Gotta start him. And then Tom Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks versus Brad's Twisted Chicago Twisted Maniacs. And this is gonna be a crazy fucking matchup. Cause I don't know how t- I don't know how Brad's team's four and And Tom lost a barn burner last week to Sean. I've got Tom going over, but I won't be surprised if Brad pulls another one out of his hat here. Then we go down to the game three of the week. 
your cousins love Brown Chubb, Trey's team versus Nick's Yetis. And I've got Nick pulling out the victory here. Uh, come get some versus Jake's squad, the Weapon X Project. I I actually like Dan to win here again and uh, start his season fucking here in week five and pick up his second victory. Uh, Jordan's team... The, the MacFop servant versus the guru. I've got Jordan picking up the victory over the guru to leave the guru in the basement tied with Rob. And that is it for the League of Enthusiasm, which brings us to the Dynasty League Week 4 recap. Now, there was a lot of crazy shit that happened this week, but first of first, we're just going to talk about what happened in the matchups. We've got, first off, the Green Bastards versus Johnson's Alpha Harambe. Now, this is probably one of those ties for the game of the week with the Johnson's Alpha Harambe picking up the surprise come-from-behind victory 100.1 to 97.5. And I had originally predicted trade of wins, so that is a prediction good for me i went three and two this week bringing my dynasty league totals to 10 and 5 and i don't believe i said it but my uh, season long totals for the league of enthusiasm eight and seven as i went one and four this week in that league and that was bad all right now next we have game two the little lebowski urban achievers versus make juju great again so ryan teed off on mark and both teams cruise to a two and two after the 146.9 to 94.6 victory ryan over mark in game three Fug offs versus the guru, Rob versus Sean, and Sean picked up the surprising victory 121.3 to 111.8 in a matchup where Julio going down really destroyed Rob. Hopefully, Julio comes back soon and he will put up beast numbers for Rob to continue his cruise to the championship as he is stalled here at 2 and 2, Sean picking up his first victory. Then in our second game of the week, we have the Never Nudes versus the Little Jerrys. Al versus me. And you know what happened? I fucking won. I beat your ass, Al. I fucking killed you. I destroyed you. I fucking mopped the floor with you. And as far as I'm concerned, Little Jerrys, that was our Super Bowl. That was our championship match. We are rebuilding, and we had no fucking business being in that game we are now tied with the majority of the league at two and two and to be honest we look great for a playoff run but you know what that's just bullshit because this week we have to start Jameis winston with fucking matt stafford on bye so it begins and the downfall of little jerry's for the next couple of years as we rebuild but you know what it was great to pick up a victory over al's bitch ass in this matchup and uh, prove that we can still put the beat down on championship contending teams at any time we want because we are the little fucking Jerry's, baby. 112 to 109.2. Beat your ass. All right. 
So that brings us to the final game this of week four, and it is a game drenched in controversy. The text threads went crazy, and I may have overreacted. Other people may have overreacted. Who really knows? But Tom may have said it best. We just have a passion for the game, and it really showed on Sunday. The Gotham City Rogues versus Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks in what could be considered a potential playoff matchup down the line. It the the score is a little skewed, and I will explain why. But the final score was one hundred and thirty two point seven to one hundred and fifty three point one, and that is because Tom was awarded twenty two point four points because of the Justin Herbert start on Jake's part. Uh, Jake illegally moved Justin Herbert from his practice squad into his active roster. But with COVID looming and Cam Newton coming down with it, he we we did not establish pre in before the season what would happen with that, and so there was a ruling made, uh, league outraged, and later we took a vote. The vote then turned the tide for Jake, saying he would not be able to use Justin Herbert in that matchup. So that's why Tom was awarded the 22.4 points and picked up the uh, victory because of it. Because had Jake been able to start Justin Herbert, game would have gone a different way. And we'd have two 3-1 and one teams and a slew of 2-2 two and two teams instead of one 4-0 and o team and a bunch of 2-2 two and two teams. But that's how that happened and went down. But it is a new day. We got a new ruling out of it. We're going to treat COVID-19 as an injury going forward. And you are still no longer allowed. Or The, the practice squad rule stays the same. You're not allowed to emerge. There's no emergency early access. It's just if you put a guy down there, he is gone until week seven or the playoffs. Then we get to the waiver portion, transaction portion of the program. So last Wednesday, I believe we might have already gone over this, but we'll go over it again real quick. Last Wednesday, September 30th, the waiver wire cleared, and the Never Nudes acquired Jeff Wilson for $9 and the Browns defense for $1. Make Juju Great Again acquired Nick Mullins for $6. Green Bastards acquired Mo Alley Cox for $5. Little Lebowski Urban Achievers acquired Seattle, Se- Seattle Seahawks defense for $2. Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks acquired Dalton Schultz for $1. And then Make Juju Great Again made two more moves, acquiring Randy Bullock for $1 and acquiring... Uh, Evans running back for Tennessee. Can't say that first name. Don't know how to say it. Then there was a bunch of injured reserve uh, deactivations between uh, Ryan's Little Bowski Urban Achievers deactivating Cam Akers and Jared Cook. Tom Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks deactivated Alan Lazard. And the Guru deactivated Michael Pittman. Then on Saturday, we had some more waivers go through 
as uh, Little Lebowski Urban Achievers acquired Andy Isabella for $6. Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks acquired Golden Tate for $3. The Little Jerry's acquired Scotty Miller for $1. Johnson's Out for Harambe acquired Eric Ebron Bum for $1. The Guru acquired Rex Burkhead for $1. And then there was some more deactivations. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was deactivated by Gotham City Rogues, and Denzel Mims was also deactivated by the Gotham City Rogues. And then uh, just today, the Green Bastards activated Damian Harris off of IR and deactivated Sony Michelle, and there was a huge trade that went down this morning where the Guru traded Kareem Hunt and a 2022 third-round pick to the Green Bastards for a 2021 first-round pick from Fugoffs, a 2021 first-round pick from the Green Bastards, and a 2021 second-round pick from Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks. So that's one first and two seconds for Kareem Hunt. I just want to make sure I said all that right. All the picks are coming from... The Green Bastards will be for this year, and the pick sent from Sean to Zach will be for 2021, or 2022, sorry, and Kareem Hunt. So that was a huge trade. Um, we'll see what happens. That puts the Green Bastards as a team looking to capitalize on 2020 year of COVID and be a 2-2 two and two team that has a chance to make the playoffs. And then that brings us to our rookie portion of the program. We're going to have the top five players of week four, rookie players for week four. And we're going to start off with a first-round pick in Justin Herbert, 22.4 points. Uh, Jake knows that all too well because he won't be able to use him until week seven. Then we have number two, C.D. Lamb, first-round pick, 20.2 points. And then we have a third-round pick, Antonio Gibson, running back, 18.8 points. Then the third overall pick, Joe Burrow, number four, 15.1 points. And then undrafted free agent, uh, rookie Ricardo Blankenship, place kicker, 14 points. And then that brings us overall to the top five rookies of the year. We have number one rookie of the year, Joe Burrow, quarterback, nine on the year, 74.6 points. And the number two undrafted running back, Jay Robinson, who is running back six on the season, 62.2 points. Then we have Justin Herbert, quarterback, first-round pick. He is currently quarterback 22 on this season, 58.7 points. Then we have Clyde Edwards-Alaire, running back. He's currently running back 14 on the season with 49.3 points. And then undrafted free agent kicker, Ricardo Blankenship. He is the number two kicker on the season so far with 49 points. And that has been our rookie recap for the Dynasty League. And now we're going to get to the week five predictions for the Dynasty League. As I already said, I'm 10 and 5 in predictions so far on the season for this league. Not too shabby, not too shabby. We're going to start out with the Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks versus the Guru. I say that Tom's going to pick up the mighty, easily victory here to cruise the 5 and 0. Oh. 
Next, we will have the Never Nudes versus the Little Lebowski Urban Achievers. I think one of these two teams should pull off a trade with the Little Jerrys and give themselves the upper hand. I don't know if that'll be Ryan because I am picking Ryan to win this week. Ryan over Al. Then in Game 3, we have the Fug-Offs versus the Green Bastards. I got Rob still picked to win this week after uh zach's huge trade but you know zach hit me up and uh maybe we can work a deal out and maybe you'll pick up the victory this week over rob but right now i've got rob picking up the the win and then with game four we have the gotham city rogues versus johnson's out for harambe i got jake picking up the victory over trey but you never know trey could bounce back and get a win here in week five then we have the Little Jerry's versus Make Juju Great Again. I've got Mark picking up the victory, mostly because uh, I think he's just got a better team than me. And two, I have to start a quarterback that is not going to play it all this week because Matthew Stafford is on bye. And that's just kind of the breaks of it. But unless something happens to Drew Brees or... I'm not saying I hope it happens, but if it does happen, maybe Jameis Winston gets out there and throws around a couple of footballs. But other than that, I don't think it's going to happen. And uh, until next week, fuck off. I got work to do.